Woi woi, woi woi, woi woi. Then it then go on the radio again. Yo, if you wanna smoke free weed, go board yourself. You need to go plant a seed. Go board yourself, make your knowledge increase. Go board yourself, go board yourself. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 71 of Grow Bud Yourself. We got a great show for you guys today. Uh, First, Mike and I are going to talk some news, uh, do a little sports on drugs segment, and then I'm going to talk about our strain of the fortnight, uh, grow tips, recipes for can of butter and tinctures, plus grow Q&A from you guys, the listeners. So stick around. Episode 71 brought to you by Excelsior Extracts, Sweet Leaf Nutrients, Rocket Seeds, an organic rev growth stimulant coming at you. Hey, so if you're looking to grow healthier, faster growing plants and increase your yields, organic rev is the answer. Rev is safe to use from seed through harvest and its active ingredients are 100% naturally occurring. Rev is a growth stimulant, not a nutrient. Simply adding Rev to your current regimen can deliver dramatic results. And because it's not a nutrient, Rev can't burn your plants. Growers turn to Rev to increase fertilizer efficiency, improve their nutrient uptake and the root zone development, stimulate seed germination, reduce transplant shock, and more. On a personal note, I've been using Rev and it works great. My plants absolutely love it and they respond immediately by greening up and looking healthy and strong. And now, our listeners can receive 10% off their first order of Organic Rev with the promo code GBY10. That's good for 10% off your entire purchase at Organic Rev. So head to OrganicRev.com GBY10 and find out what Rev can do for your plants. Hey, all right. Welcome back. And uh, thank you, as always, to DJ Jacques and Winstrong. Check them out online. Uh, But yeah, we love that tune. And uh, we love to grow bud yourself. So, uh, (laughs) 71, how are you? I'm good. You said we love to grow bud yourself? Yeah. I mean, I was going to say grow bud ourselves. And then I thought maybe that would sound weird. Yeah. But uh, grow bud. Yeah. It sounded weird either way. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. I was, (laughs) I was doomed. I was doomed when I started the sentence. And uh, yeah. (laughs) There you go. Mm -hmm. Welcome to grow bud yourself, everybody. Mike G here. That's Danny Danko. Yes, indeed. And uh, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, it's a great show, but it's a bit of a sad week. You know, we lost a, a legendary figure in a yes. comedy. One of my favorite comics, Norm MacDonald, passed away. Real bummer, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And uh, yeah, he was very funny. And, you know, I'm not sure if he was a stoner or not, but his humor uh, certainly appeals uh, to the halfling's leaf, so to speak. In, yeah, yeah, and if... Uh, if you're feeling like you want to remember Norm or celebrate his life, you know, there's a lot of stuff you could Google. Dan recommended the uh, the Moth Story, which is a classic. Uh, pretty much any appearance he ever did on Conan is great, especially when uh, when Conan lost the Tonight Show and he brought him that gift basket. So revisit that. That was pretty brilliant. And also, yeah. I would just recommend his uh, quote-unquote memoir that he wrote. Uh, it's called Based on a True Story, and uh, it's a very funny and uh, and, and well-written book. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to see uh, 
something also interesting. Uh, the last Letterman show, uh, Norm, mm-hmm. you know, Norm and Dave Letterman had a, had an amazing relationship. Uh, he'd been on that show too a bunch of times, and uh, and and Dave had him on in that last uh, last couple of shows there, and uh, you know, it, it's an amazing appearance. So there's, it was there's a, a rare lot to... showing of emotion from Norm, I believe. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He, he he broke down a little bit, you know, when he was saying goodbye to Dave and 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 expressing to dave how much he meant to him because i mean his appearances on that show were, were epic and uh and on conan and pretty much any anything he was in so yeah and all the old snl stuff i mean even getting getting kicked out uh kicked off of snl for going hard on oj was uh was also a pretty epic move you know just not even caring they're telling him directly you know like the boss is friends with oj lay lay go easy on him and he just it just made him go harder on him. It's just perfect. It's a classic norm. So, uh, you know, funny guy with uh, integrity and uh, a great heart. So, we'll, he'll be missed. Just a you know, uh, it kind of one of a kind comic. You know, there's never never going to be another norm. So uh, we'll miss him. And uh, we just wanted to say that at the start of the show. But uh, we should move on with some news and maybe take a maybe take an email from a listener. What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. Well, um, M.A.B. wrote us, and uh, he's he's over in Wisconsin, and he had some concerns. So we thought maybe we would just read the email he sent and uh, and, and talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Wisconsin is, is, is far behind, I guess, when it comes to uh, cannabis. Yeah, it's lagging a little bit, especially with some of those Midwestern states, uh, you know, going legal. But M.A.B. wrote, uh, hey, guys, I've been listening a while now. I look forward to catching up on episodes whenever I'm out mowing the lawn. Uh, I've learned quite a bit from the show, and uh, it's also helped me with my regular home garden as well. Um, that aside, I just wanted to share the sad state of affairs in Wisconsin with you, uh, underlined by a new bill written by the members of the state Senate, and it's being brought to public hearing. Uh, while some counties are reducing fines to nothing for infractions, Uh, The state Republicans are doubling down on their freedom for me and none for thee mentality. A lot of people I know have been using Delta 8 and 10 since it is legal, but I think this new bill is going to do away with all of that. This, along with uh, making state penalties stiffer and jumping to more serious felonies just for possession, uh, causes very serious concern. The bill is intentionally vague in my opinion, except for when it comes to the punishment section. How are we doling out these types of penalties over a plant? I don't know, guys. I think I'm writing to you just to be heard. I'm sure a lot of my fellow Wisconsinites are feeling pretty unheard as well right now. It's beyond belief that while being surrounded by legal states, we can't get on board. Uh, Even if we ever get any amount of legal use, I fear home grow is far from the realm of possibility. Uh, Anyway, thanks for all the info and fun. Hopefully... The trend for change will extend here soon, and maybe so. Yeah, man, what, the, the sad state of affairs in Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, just uh, sounds like the laws need to change, uh, and you know, anything we can do to to keep the pressure on our politicians is important. So, if you're a member, hopefully there's a Wisconsin normal. I'm assuming there is, and uh, you know, definitely let your politicians know how you feel, and and that's it's it's important because they do have to eventually listen if 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 you're the majority so uh you know i think uh 
you know, we have that situation out here in the East with New Hampshire being surrounded by uh, legal states, and, and it's the same kind of thing. They're just holding out. Uh, but there's always going to be that. I mean, there's still dry counties uh, for alcohol that exist from prohibition from, you know, years and years ago. Uh, so, you know, I think, uh, you know, just keep growing your small amount of plants and uh, be careful. And hopefully, like you said, the laws will change soon. Yeah. It must be a bummer, you know, living in, in these prohibition states when you can see, you know, just next door if you're in Wisconsin, Illinois, or if you're in New Hampshire, you know, you're looking at Vermont or Massachusetts or Maine. It, it's got to be hard, but don't give up. You know, keep pushing, as Dan mentioned, and, uh, you know, make the change happen. It, it, they can't hold out forever. Cannabis will be yeah. legalized. Yeah, you know, and on that note, I'm actually heading up to Boston Freedom Rally this weekend, uh, Saturday, uh, the 18th. And I've been going to that event since I'm, I was a kid, basically, uh, and uh, got to speak at the event, got to hang out with the, you know, luminaries of cannabis. And really just it's a great time. And, and over the years, it's changed as an event as well. I mean, it was certainly at, the, at its start a protest, uh, very much so. And, and there were times where, you know, there was lots of arrests and, uh, you, you know, even our former colleagues, uh, uh, Rick Cusick was arrested at the rally with uh, Keith Strop from Normal, and they turned that into a you know a nice uh, publicity uh, event as well because they were just caught smoking a joint by a tree by an uh, undercover cop, and uh, all that's changed now. So uh, Massachusetts is legal. The event is much more of a celebration. There's you know few to no arrests, uh, and uh, you know it's exciting to to celebrate how far we've come and also to just keep the pressure on keeping the laws uh, equitable and making sure that uh, there's a level playing field and that we have home grow and expungement of criminal records and releases of any prisoners and uh, social use and all of those things that you know we we want to make sure that like you know it's legal the way we want it to be legal um so you know it's going to be a great time uh, stop by the northeast leaf booth if you're uh if you're around uh, we will be there giving out free magazines. I'll have copies of my book uh, for sale as well. And uh, hopefully I'll have some Grow Bud Yourself stickers on me to give you if you mention the, uh, the old radio show. <laughs> the podcast, I should say. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the plan. And uh, I'm excited uh, to go up there and see some, a lot of old friends I haven't seen in a long time and uh, celebrate how far, how far we've come and then uh, continue to keep uh, the pressure on for more change. Yeah, man. That sounds like a, a good time, especially for a, a mass hole like yourself going home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it'll be fun. All right. Well, man, I hope you I hope you can legalize cannabis while you're up there. Do it. Do it for Nebraska. <laughs> Absolutely. For Wisconsin, for for Nebraska, for Idaho uh, and for some of the south. Mm hmm. And for New Hampshire. Yeah. New Hampshire needs it. Absolutely. However, we have a we have a really exciting show uh, coming up. Great cultivation segment, but first, sports on drugs. That's right, one of our favorite segments. <laughs> Indeed, where we talk about sports from the stoner's perspective and what's going on with drugs in sports. Stick around for sports on drugs coming at you after these messages. Uh, <laughs> okay. This show is what happens when you lose a guest last minute. <laughs> <laughs> you wing it. We'll be right back with sports on drugs. <laughs> Thank you. 
If you're ready to start your own home grow, you're going to need some seeds. Fortunately, our sponsor Rocket Seeds has you covered. You can find seeds for hundreds of high-quality cannabis varieties at rocketseeds.com, including many of our strains of the Fortnite. Rocket Seeds boasts an incredible inventory of quality-tested cannabis seeds. Whether you're looking for feminized, autoflowering, regular, CBD, or fast version seeds, Rocket Seeds has it all. Plus, Rocket Seeds ships internationally and discreetly and provides excellent customer service. And as a special promotion just for our listeners, you can use the code GBY10 to get 10% off your order at Rocket Seeds. So follow at Rocket Seeds on Instagram. Remember to tell them Danny sent you. And check out rocketseeds.com today and get growing. Right here we are, and uh, I don't know, man. What do you think? Maybe do a little sports on drugs? Yeah, I love that segment. Sports on drugs, yes. Occasionally, uh, Dan and I like to talk about sports, and because we are on drugs, it is sports on drugs. Um, or and, also uh, drugs in sports. Right. Uh, you know, the stoner take on sports, and you know, there, there's more to it than just it's <laughs> sports new on drugs. But. That was too yeah, too simplistic of you. <laughs> But for this sports on drugs, uh, do you remember Shikari Richardson, the U.S. sprinter who was banned uh, from competing in the Tokyo Olympics because of a failed cannabis test? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. How could I forget her? She's fierce and amazing and uh, quite powerful and fast and uh, smart, too. I follow her on Twitter. She's a, she's a good follow. All of those things, indeed, yes. But uh, because of her ban, WADA, which is the World Anti-Doping Agency, and that, that sort of oversees the uh, the rules for banned substances for the Olympics, WADA has uh, agreed to review its cannabis policy. So WADA announced that it will examine pot's status as a banned substance, and they're going to do that through a scientific study conducted by an advisory group, but they're not going to do it until 2022. And until then... Cannabis will remain banned, uh, according to a statement from WADA. Cannabis is currently prohibited in competition and will continue to be so until 2022 at least. And uh, so they're going to look at this. The last time WADA changed its cannabis policy was in 2013, when it raised the threshold for a positive test from 15 nanograms per milliliter of blood to 150. So there you go. They're going to take a look at pot. Interesting and uh, and and a positive sign for sure from them that they're doing that. Um, it, it makes me think also of Ross Rabagliati, who uh, is a Canadian snowboarder who tested, I think, even less than fifteen uh, nanograms in Japan back in the nineties, uh, and, and they took his Olympic medal away. He won the gold uh, in uh, snowboarding downhill, some something slalom or something, and. Uh, and they tested him, and they took his gold medal away from him. Uh, he's he's a big activist now. We, we should have him on the show, actually, um, now that I think of it, because uh, he has his own brand, Ross's Gold, up in uh, Vancouver, B.C. area. And he is a big advocate for this, too. He, he This actually, you know, he commented a lot about uh, what happened with Shikari because uh, he had lost his medal and she was prevented from even competing. So this happened to her before she even got to compete. Uh, so it, it's crazy. It's unfortunate. And I think, uh, everybody knows that cannabis is not 
a performance-enhancing drug for sports, maybe, unless it's some, some kind of esports, right? Like gaming of some kind? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, there's, can't, you know, people have been smoking weed and playing sports uh, since sports began. And, you know, we, our, our friend Spaceman Bill Lee and uh, Cliff Robinson, rest in peace. Uh, but a lot of athletes, you know, they're daily tokers. And in fact, uh, they end up having longer careers in a lot of ways. So maybe it is performance enhancing because, uh, you know, there's guys who, who booze it up and then there's guys who take all the pills and they it tends to wear them out. And uh, I think, you know, cannabis as an alternative to those things uh, for athletes is amazing. And now there's even studies that cannabis uh, for the brain can help, you know, with concussions and, and restoring uh, neural pathways. And st- I mean, the, the, the science is there and it's happening. So uh, it really just doesn't make sense to p- penalize people for using it at all. Uh, so that's my take as far as that goes. And, uh, you know, Shikari is amazing. I hope uh, she gets to compete more and we get to see her run because uh, I know she had a, um, you know, a bad run race in her last race. She didn't place, but, uh, but I'm definitely hoping to hear more from her. And I think, you know, hopefully she'll get some endorsements out of it. I know there were some cannabis companies that were uh, offering her, uh, you know, spokesmanship roles as well. And I think, you know, that's great. And she's, uh, a great role model, you know, in that way for other athletes, I think. And, uh, you know, there's always the, that one person who says, well, you know, the rules are the rules. And if you break the rules, but, uh, I say, screw that person. Indeed. And there must be something <laughs> about, uh, Japan and, and cannabis bans because, uh, both Ross Rabigliotti and then I'll, now Chikari Richardson, this happened, uh, when the Olympics were in Japan they're um, very strict. I mean, their mm-hmm. laws are very strict about cannabis. Uh, there are obviously stoners in Japan. There's head shops in Japan. Uh, I think even grow stores. But uh, it's very frowned upon. Uh, really, I think just because it's illegal. I think if it was legal, no one would care. And I mean, there's pilgrimages that uh, that the young people of Japan make to uh, places like Vancouver and Amsterdam uh, where it's legal you know, and, and they smoke and they're, and it's fine. And then they come home and they face, you know, years in jail for possession. And so it's pretty, pretty rough. I mean, Paul McCartney, they put Paul McCartney in jail for like 11 days, you know, cause he thought, I think he thought like, if I take the wrap for everybody's weed, you know, a couple pounds of weed that they had, uh, brought over to Japan on wings tour, uh, you know, and that's everybody's weed. Right. But Paul figures I'll take the wrap for the weed and, you know, we're here to perform. The Japanese are going to, uh, you know, slap on the wrist or whatever. They put him in jail for <laughs> something like 10 or 11 days. That's crazy uh, because he was I don't the think most he's ever talented been back. member of Wings. <laughs> I don't think he's ever been back. You well, know, I wouldn't Which go is back. their loss. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, let's, let's not make Japan the villain too much here because this, this ban of Shikari Richardson was definitely uh, WADA's doing. And they also stripped her of her uh, 100-meter title that she won at the Olympic trials. So pretty pretty brutal stuff. Hopefully WADA, you know, rights a wrong and uh, changes its cannabis policy. And since we're talking about uh, cannabis policy in sports, we, we might as well go through the major American sports because there's been a lot of change recently in all of them. So at this moment, 
123 teams across the four major American sports, and we're talking about football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. So 123 teams across those four sports, 101 of them play in a state that has legalized recreational and or medical cannabis. So that's more than 80% of the teams in these sports, they play in a state with some sort of legal cannabis. And uh, when it comes to football, estimates indicate that anywhere between 50 and 89% of players in the NFL use marijuana. And as you know, it's gaining popularity among players as the damaging effects of painkillers sort of become better known. And uh, the NFL just recently relaxed its cannabis rules. Uh, that came with the new CBA. They're cutting down the number of THC tests allowed, and also the players will know when to expect a test for THC. Uh, the NFL is also raising, also has raised the threshold for failing a test. That's up from 35 to 150 uh, nanograms per milliliter. And also a failed test will no longer result in a suspension. So that's what's uh, going on with football. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the bottom line is, why do we care if these athletes smoke weed? Like, they're grown people and they're performing a game for us. It just, it, it's mind-boggling that we would care. And the fact that it's legal, yeah, of course. I mean, if they're smoking legal weed, we really shouldn't care. But I, we shouldn't care if they're smoking it illegally either. It's, 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 it's so weird and, and archaic and strange of us to even, like, think that way. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, these guys are, have you ever, have you ever encountered a professional athlete at a bar? And seen like how these guys drink and party and rage. I mean, weed is the least of, of, of anything that they're doing. I mean, and 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 good on them. Like they're make millionaires, making money. Like you know, they should be having fun. And if weed helps them have you know with fun or with uh, pain relief or with anxiety or anything else, like I can't imagine that anyone cares anymore. I think. If you put, even if you polled, you know, I think the sports uh, viewership and, and asked them if they care whether the athletes smoke weed or not, I think the overwhelming majority would say, no, it, it means nothing really. I mean, uh, if anything, maybe, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm speechless really like that we even care if they smoke weed. Well, fortunately, these uh, these sports leagues are also starting to get that picture, and they're caring a little bit less. But like switching from you know, fifteen nanograms to a hundred nanograms is a pretty incremental step, you know, in in this. Like, why test them for weed at all? Uh, right, but what the NFL is doing essentially is saying, hey, we're going to test you during this one week. It's the only time we're going to test you for THC. So you know well ahead of time, it's just this one week, and if you fail it, you're not going to get suspended. So that, I agree, it's not perfect, but it's certainly a step in the right direction because players used to get suspended multiple games for failed tests. Yes, indeed. Indeed, for sure. And that's the NFL. That's the NFL. Uh, right. So in the NBA, estimates uh, indicate that as much as 85% of the league is consuming cannabis, um, and the NBA had banned pot since 1983, but it made a major change just last year. So under the NBA's new rules, players are screened for performance-enhancing drugs, but not recreational drugs at all. Any recreational drugs. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like it. 
and you know anecdotal evidence would suggest that yeah that 85 percent uh Sounds number low, is, right? is <laughs> <laughs> it's it's accurate if not a little bit low but uh yeah yeah certainly nba players uh, should be allowed to smoke as much weed as they want um uh, in my opinion yeah and the nhl and mlb they don't ban cannabis either and MLB even did away with the uh, suspensions for minor leaguers who test positive, and that used to be a, a big issue because minor leaguers were getting suspended while the major leaguers weren't. So those are the four major sports leagues, and uh, it seems like all of them are moving in the right direction. But of course, then there's esports, which have largely embraced pot. Yeah, and and uh, their viewership and the amount of money that they make is pretty staggering as well. It's rivaling traditional sports. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely, gaming. Uh you know, is a huge business. And then watching other people game is yet another huge business. It's crazy. Really is. So that's the deal with the four uh, professional sports in this country, the major ones. Uh, it seems like cannabis is uh, being treated a little bit better. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned four. What about Major League Soccer? No, I said um, major American sports, not weird European activity. <laughs> throwing shade i hope our uh our european listeners are listening and uh, are no. very outraged now oh it's the uh, beautiful game yeah well, you ever see I, billy elliott i personally love uh football real football i don't really follow american football so much but uh i am i'm a football fan uh of, of football but so cool, uh, american football not so much <laughs> i think we've managed to piss off everyone at this point <laughs> oh, we can, my, we can my get pro steroids stan stance and uh my anti-nfl <laughs> well you know rhetoric. some some uh, esports leagues make pot uh mandatory so maybe you should start a league where you make peds mandatory for everybody well, once again i love our colleague craig coffee's suggestion which is like you know nascar athletes wear their sponsorships on their clothing mm -hmm. uh all these other athletes should wear whatever drugs they're on, uh, on their clothing. And you could root for them accordingly. Like, yeah. you know, the weed people could root for the stoner athletes and like, you know, the coke oh, heads ketamine. could Yeah, ketamine <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. And then, he's, oh he's my gosh, lose. if somebody, if somebody was into like DMT or something, you'd know it and you'd be able to say, wow, man, like, you know. That guy's competing on DMT? Good Lord. <laughs> Good for him. No, you know, I mean, how do you come up with the triangle offense if not, you know, uh, with the sacred toad. Yeah, Phil Jackson definitely was licking some toads for sure. Right? Yeah. Gotta be. And so, you know, my point being, if they wore what wore it on their uniform, uh, and, you know, multiple ones too. Like if a guy likes to drink and, and you know, <laughs> smoke weed, but just wear it on your uniform and then we as viewers will, you know, cheer and root accordingly. <laughs> you know, I'd love to know right off the bat because, you know, it solves that mystery of like, you know, is he or, or, or isn't he or she, you know, are they or aren't they uh, potheads? In which case, if they are potheads, like, I want to root for them. <laughs> Literally. Who's going to root for the, the speed freak or whatever? Like Other speed freaks. I mean, you can pick and choose because whatever it is that you're on is is plastered on you. You don't, no, no peeing, no nothing. It's an honor system. You just... You know, and in that way, I don't know. There's a future for it. I think. I feel like this, this <laughs> maybe the world's not ready. Veered well off course, but <laughs> the uh, world's not ready yet. Not but yet. Someday, in, you know, the, someday. 
we can imagine a world where, <laughs> yes. where athletes wear whatever they're on, on them. And like I said, you can root accordingly. I like it. <laughs> well, that was a little sports on drugs. We'll keep you guys posted on, uh, on WADA's situation. Of course, that's not going to happen until 2022. But um, well, I don't know, man. Should we, should we move on to cultivation? Let's do it. Let's get into the grow. All right. A little grow action and a strain of the Fortnite and more when we come back. If you're a grower or you're thinking about starting your first crop, then you need to know about Sweet Leaf Plant Nutrients. Sweet Leaf has an incredible line of organic fertilizers and, of course, their legacy line that includes organic and some synthetic fertilizers. So check them out at sweetleaf.com. That's S-U-I-T-E-L-E-A-F.com. The code DANKO15 gets you 15% off everything at Sweet Leaf. That's 15% off their signature line of nutrients as well as essentials like complete indoor hydroponic grow tent kits and grow lights, plus awesome apparel, backpacks, and much more. If you join our Patreon, you'll get access to additional codes worth 20 and even 25% off. All Patreon supporters also receive free Sweet Leaf nutrients just for signing up. Sweet Leaf provides all the tools necessary for the modern gardener. Check them out at sweetleaf.com and remember the code DANKO15. Hey, so welcome back, and I think we are finally in the cultivation segment. For those of you who are still listening, we have some uh, some grow stuff here, too, uh, coming up. Uh, but first, I want to mention that our sponsors, Sweet Leaf, have a great promo running this month, exclusively for Grow Bud Yourself podcast members, uh, Patreon supporters. So you will get a free 32-ounce bottle of Sweet Leaf Plant Nutrients' newest organic liquid fertilizer product, uh, Crazy K005. Crazy K is a potassium booster designed specifically for late stage indoor hydroponic gardening and uh, very much important to have potassium at the end there. So sign up now as a Big Bud or Heady Chief level supporter. I think that's $25 a month or $42 a month on our Patreon site. And uh, that's patreon.com slash Danny Denko and you will get a free 32 ounce bottle of the Crazy K. 005. Uh, and please note that uh, all pre- all renewing Big Bud and Heady Chief members in October will also receive uh, a free bottle. And this offer uh, runs out uh, at the end of the month. So please sign up. Yeah, definitely take advantage of that offer from Sweet Leaf. Get on that Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash Danny Danko. And uh, we are now in the cultivation segment. And <laughs> wait, what is that I hear? <laughs> and yes, this is a fortnight. And yes, this is a Fortnite. Strain of the Fortnite. What you got for us? Uh, what do you got for us this week? Strain of the Fortnite. <laughs> Strain of the Fortnite. All right, man. It's Strain of the Fortnite. What, what do you got? Yes, indeed. Strain of the Fortnite. And I have a strain actually bred by Professor P of Dynasty Genetics. The strain is Moose and Lobster, <laughs> which is uh, specifically a New England, uh, New England based. <laughs> I'd say, yeah. Strain. It's a sativa dominant cross between Cali Snapple and uh, Oregon Huckleberry 2014. 
and uh, definitely very dense, uh, lots of crystals, grinds into a perfect consistency uh, for rolling a joint, packing a bowl. Uh, in very interesting scent, uh, kind of cheesy, fruity smell, uh, really, uh, and the flavor actually echoes that sweetness as well. So there's like kind of uh, hints of lemon and pine on the exhale. So it's very, it's got a lot of nuance and flavor to it. It's very interesting. And the buzz as well, uh, very immediate, uh, very pleasant, also alert, uh, great wake and bake strain, uh, and also very creative. If you're interested in, uh, you know, the creative arts or something along those lines, it's uh, very, it stimulates the mind. So it's very nice. And actually, our friend uh, Kindbud Photos uh, reports that it helps him uh, with his back pain, uh, which is pretty strong. And so, uh, reducing pain, relieving stress. Uh, and a nice long-lasting high. So, uh, you know, we wanted to honor uh, Professor P's appearance on the show uh, by featuring one of his strains. It's also the cover strain of our latest issue of Northeast Leaf Magazine as well, which is our tannins and terpenes issue, where we actually paired uh, moose and lobster with uh, with an Ipswich ale from Massachusetts. So it's kind of like a Maine and Massachusetts combo there uh, with a nice... Uh, northeastern quality to the photograph there by Kindbud period photos uh, at Kindbud photos our, our buddy there so that is moose and lobster the strain of the fortnight moose and lobster all right strain of the fortnight very good and uh so now uh, now is usually the place where you would provide a grow tip to help our listeners in the garden but but you've got a slightly different kind of tip this week yes so this week i wanted to give a couple of recipes uh these are out of my book uh, and uh, the first recipe I want to give is for can of butter, uh, just to make a very simple can of butter that you can use to make pretty much anything that requires butter. And uh, you want to use basically about a quarter ounce of cannabis per stick of butter. Uh, you definitely want to use an eighth or more uh, to make it and to give it some potency. Uh, and several sticks of butter, you know, ideally also. So. Uh, you might need a little more cannabis. You can use trim and leaf uh, for this as well, but it's definitely going to be stronger if you use buds uh, and grind them up. So the other thing you need to do is also decarboxylate it. So uh, before you even start cooking, you want to bake the cannabis in the oven at about 220 degrees or so uh, for approximately 30 minutes on a cookie sheet, and that will help uh, activate the cannabinoids there, and that's the decarboxylation process. You can also use the Ardent Nova um, if you have that. That's a much uh, simpler way to do it within a machine that also can uh, help with the smell if cooking cannabis in your apartment <laughs> isn't uh, necessarily something you want to do. Um, then you want to melt the butter in a medium saucepan on your stovetop. Uh, use the lowest heat setting you can you can do, and stir occasionally with a wooden spoon to keep that butter from burning. Uh, and once the butter is melted, add the the, the ground cannabis. Um, simmer that on the lowest heat for at least an hour. Uh, you want to really get it permeating into that butter. Um, and once it's ready, uh, strain that butter through a cheesecloth over a bowl. That'll remove all the uh, gritty pieces of cannabis uh, from the mixture and then you just let that cool in the fridge and uh, you're good to go with can of butter that you can use you can just put that on a piece of toast or you can cook with that and you can do pretty much anything with that um, the other recipes I want to give are for tinctures uh, the first one is going to be an alcohol tincture 
Uh, and basically, tinctures are concentrations that uh, that result from soaking leaf or, you know, preferably buds, or even you can use resin. You can use uh, dry sift hash or, or something in this as well. Um, and the extraction is administered using a dropper uh, or a sprayer, and it's very effective when taken under the tongue. Uh, this is like for quick absorption uh, and helps with sleep, helps for patients, uh, pain-killing properties, and rapid, I mean, fast-acting, which is important uh, for some people who have uh, migraines and headaches and things like that. Um, so when they're properly made and administered, you know, tinctures can be really amazing uh, and work wonders for people. So the alcohol tincture, you want to start with 90% uh, pure alcohol. Uh, 190 proof Everclear works really well for this if you can find it. Um, soak your uh, dry bud or leaf in that alcohol at least overnight, but also you can go up to a month. Uh, and the longer you leave it, the more potent it's going to be. Uh, after you, you're done soaking, strain out the solids and store that in a sealed dark colored jar or bottle in a cool dark place. Uh, and uh, for a basic version, you can just soak in a sweet liqueur such as brandy or flavored schnapps and then uh, use that. You can dissolve that into food or drinks for slower absorption. Um, the other alternative to making an alcohol tincture is a glycerin tincture. Uh, some people don't like the alcohol tinctures. Uh, some people can't uh, can't use alcohol for different uh, variety of reasons. So this one comes from our, our, our dearly departed friend, Subcool. Um, he uh, first, print we printed this in high times, uh, and then he also allowed it, me to print it in my book. So... This is his recipe for vegetable glycerin-based tincture um, that works really well for patients. Uh, basically, he advises using finely ground uh, buds, flour, uh, soaking that in glycerin for about two months uh, before separating the solids with a 190 micron hash straining bag. Uh, and for dosage, he recommends uh, 15 milliliters added to unsweetened grape juice uh, for a really potent and pleasant body buzz. Uh, and this is great for migraine patients. I think uh, this is really one of the things that uh, works really well to sort of attack headaches, uh, severe headaches. Uh, and also, you know, if people are recovering alcoholics, uh, they are very happy to have a non-booze-based solution. So that is the recipes for uh, can of butter and uh, alcohol and glycerin tinctures. I hope that helps you guys. Uh, feel free to make that at home. And... Uh, Try it out. Let me know what you think and uh, hope it works for you. All right. Very good. And uh, now it is time to answer some questions from our listeners. If you have a question, uh, you can get in touch with us. Email us. That is info at growbudyourself.com. Uh, what do you say we hop right in here? Let's do it. Let's, uh, let's start it off with Barry F. who writes, Can you tell me why my leaves are curling under on my indoor pot plants? Uh, yeah, Barry... Basically, there's several things that can cause leaves to curl under. Uh, this is kind of that claw thing that happens with leaves sometimes. Uh, the most probable reason is water stress from overwatering your plants. Uh, there's other possibilities as well. Uh, Overfertilization can sometimes cause that. If there's if you see burnt leaf tips uh, as well as curling, then that's probably overfertilization. Uh, high temperatures, really hot days uh, in the 90s or even over 100 will certainly cause that as well. Uh, nutrient lockout, uh, if there's pH variations, uh, either really high pH or really low pH can also cause it. Uh, so I would first check your temperature, uh, nutrient, and pH levels. 
Uh, if all of those are in the proper parameters, then uh, it's definitely water stress is probably the likely culprit at that point. Uh, so you just want to let the plant medium dry out in between your waterings. Uh, don't water if the plant feels, you know, if it feels heavy and it feels like there's still water in the pot, do not water because that will cause that stress. And if you allow the medium to dry out uh, in between when you water, uh, the symptoms should go away in the new growth. Um, they'll stay in the old growth, but they should go away in anything that's new. So, um, and one last thing I should mention also is there are plant viruses uh, that can cause leaves to curl under, uh, but I would need to see a photo uh, of your leaves to really correctly diagnose it if it was a virus because that it's got a whole different look to it. But uh, yeah, most likely it's 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 overwatering. So uh, hopefully that helps you out, Barry. All right, very good. Thank you, Barry. Uh, let's go to Toby. And Toby writes, "Hey guys, I stumbled upon your podcast as growing is something that I've been interested in for quite some time, but." I've been tentative to actually spend the cash and dig into a venture that I will fail at. Oh, come on, Toby. Um, I'm blessed to be living in the middle of nowhere here in central Virginia. Ideally, I would like to grow outdoors, but I worry about it a lot. I also don't know if it would be better to grow in a big pot and then transfer or just plant them. Also, with the climate here in Virginia, when is the best time to plant them? I want to grow crops, but I don't want to have to worry about expensive light setups, timers, and the lot. I want to grow to benefit my life, not add to the stress. All tips and tricks are appreciated. Thank you for your time. Love the show. What would you say to Toby? Yeah, Toby, it sounds like uh, you're in a great place to do some outdoor growing. Uh, Central Virginia, you know, wonderful climate for this uh, purposes. So, uh, you know, you have two choices, basically. If you're growing outdoors, you can grow uh, in a hole that you dig out and fill with soil or in a container. Uh, I would recommend in a container just because there's more flexibility. You can move the plants around. Uh, you can literally pick them up and take them somewhere if you need to, which you can't do, uh, with a plant that's, you know, stuck in the ground. The benefit of having it in the ground is it's just going to, the roots, you know, are going to keep going and extend and depending on how big you d dig your hole, uh, you can get a much larger plant uh, potentially. But if you're growing in a big pot, you know, 10 gallons or larger, I mean, I would recommend uh, much larger if you can. Um, you know, grow bags are great as well. Uh, there's a bunch of interesting ones on the market these days. I love rain science. That's a good one. Uh, it really allows the water and uh, to get through, but also allows oxygen to get to your roots. And they have a bunch of different sizes of those as well. But, you know, if you're going to grow outdoors, definitely start uh, in the spring. Uh, you can even start the plants indoors if you have space indoors in the in the winter. Uh, but if you can't do that, then you know get them going in the spring. Uh, put them out. Uh, I guess in Central Virginia, after any kind of frost, I would say, you know, March, April, May around that time, and then they're going to veg all throughout the summer. And they're going to start flowering basically, you know, towards the end of July or so. And by the end of September, you should be able to harvest those outdoor uh, monsters. I mean, at that point, you should have monsters. So uh, just keep in mind, you're going to have to water them. If it doesn't rain for, uh, you know, a week or something like that, you want to get out there and water them uh, and keep them happy. And you should uh, you should end up with a lot of bud without a ton of work or any sort of expensive uh, lights or timers. So hope that helps you out and uh, 
good luck and you know get started planning now uh for next season and you'll be much more successful than if you just try to wing it all right very good uh thank you toby let's go to morgan and Morgan writes, howdy fellas, a second time grower here, uh, who's already gained a great deal of information from GBY, some good tips and deals on products as well. As soon as Montana legalized recreational in January, I started a few white widow seeds and I totally nuked them because I believe the soil was too rich. No one told me I had to amend or flush it first. Oh well. Uh, anyway, my question is about auto-watering systems. Uh, it's a Dr. Coco design. It gets plugged up, particularly with mycochum, I think, which affects the evenness of watering. Is there a good way to clean out the tubes and drippers? Would a hydro halo solve this problem? Thanks, and keep it up. What, what would you say here to Morgan? Yeah, you know, uh, this is the thing about drip emitter systems is they get clogged up depending on what kind of nutrients you use, and some nutrients are just thicker than others. Uh, so, you know, I, I, the Hydro Halo is a good solution. Uh, it definitely has a bunch of, you know, it has, I think, 54 different pores, uh, but they're still cloggable, you know? I mean, you still it can wind up clogging. So if you can find, uh, you know, a myco solution that's specifically a little bit less, uh, less viscous, less thick, uh, that might help you. Um, but... Uh, I guess at the end of the day, if you're committed to the drip system, I would say look for uh, an alternative that won't clog your, your uh, drippers. The Hydro Halo is definitely an alternative, but will potentially also clog. Um, you might want to just add that you know, nutrient uh, by hand rather than through the drip emitters. That might be a solution as well for you uh, if you want to stick with the system that you're running. Um, so if you don't want to switch newts, uh, I would say uh, then do the hand watering with that particular nutrient. Uh, if you're okay with switching, maybe try to find something that's, uh, that won't clog the drippers. All right, very good. Thank you, Morgan. We appreciate that. Uh, thank you to everybody who wrote in. Um, if you have a question that you would like answered on the show, get in touch with us. You could email us. Again, that is info at growbudyourself.com. Uh, we're going to do a, um, another question over on Patreon if you're interested in that. It's going to be about lighting for a, a small indoor grow. So head over to Patreon and check out our bonus Q&A. Uh, but that's going to do it for the cultivation segment of episode 71. What do you say you and I take a little break and then come back and wrap this one up? Let's do it. Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of our favorite sponsors, Excelsior Extracts. Outcast and TOH from Excelsior are incredible people, incredible growers, and they make an amazing product. Their THC-infused pain rub is made by patients for patients, and it provides powerful relief from pain. This product was developed to treat Outcast's chronic pain, and trust me, this is a super potent topical that really works. You can find out more about Excelsior on Instagram at Excelsior Extracts. That's E-X-C-E-L-S-I-O-R-E-X-T-R-A-C-T-S. Uh, DM them there to learn more about their amazing pain rub. And don't forget to tell them that Grow Bud Yourself sent you. All right, welcome back. This is The Wrap, uh, episode 71. 
Uh, thanks for sticking around through all the silliness and fun here. I hope you guys learned something. Uh, make that can of butter. Make yourself a tincture. Uh, tinctures are a great way to make cannabis more fast acting if you're not going to uh, smoke it or do a dab. Um, can of butter can take up to 45 minutes to hit you, uh, but tincture can hit you fast. So uh, make both of those things and consume them. Uh, consume them carefully. You know, both can be overwhelming. So start slow and uh, go slow, but enjoy. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Excelsior Extracts, THC Infused Pain Relief Rub, uh, Sweet Leaf Nutrients. Uh, check out their code, Danko15, for 15% off. You can get even more percentages off on our patreon page if you join up uh, rocket seeds gby10 gets you 10 percent off seeds at their website rocketseeds.com follow them rocket underscore seeds uh, organic rev we love you guys the growth stimulant uh, that will green up your plants for sure and rev up your grow room use the code gby10 for 10 percent off there and, uh, of course, Vapor.com, an affiliate where you can use the code GROWBUDYOURSELF20 for 20% off everything site-wide, Vapor.com. Uh, thank you to them. If you're buying the Puffco Peak Pro or anything else out there, the Volcano, you can get 20% off. I don't think anybody else has a code uh, for that much off at Vapor.com. So I hope you guys will use the GROWBUDYOURSELF20 promo code there. Uh, want to thank you guys for listening uh hope to see you at boston freedom rally if you're listening to this before that happens if not uh hope i saw you and uh we got really high and i hope uh you bought a book grabbed a free magazine maybe even a grow bud yourself sticker might be there on hand huh huh if you mention the show huh 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 want to thank my co-host and producer and uh right hand man mike cheesy check him out on uh social media he's he's a hoot he's a, a laugh uh a laugh a minute kind of guy out there so thank you mike i hope your plants are happy and healthy uh i hope you're in a place where you don't have to be afraid uh for being a cannabis consumer and i hope your plants are happy like i said before <laughs> and i hope you're growing bud yourself uh, because it's really the best way to experience this plant, and I hope you enjoy it. And I guess it might be time. I think we're in the 18th inning at this point. Runners on second, rounding third, sliding into home. It's a walk-off. He's out. Put it in the books. <laughs> <laughs>